March 13th, 2022. Sunday's reflection, be celebrated. As I took my walk, I thought about how we must aim to be celebrated. A few weeks ago, I trekked to Victoria, Texas, the home of Stone Cold Steve Austin, the famous WWE wrestler, and Alan Tate, a mentor, the person who I prayed with to receive Christ, and someone that has supported me in immeasurable ways, ways I can't even describe. The purpose of this visit was to attend the funeral of his mother, Betty Mae Tate, who I had the pleasure to meet on several occasions. I never had an extended conversation to learn about the woman that she was. By the end of the proceedings though, that was made clear to me. After hearing a few messages from friends and family members, Alan's son-in-law, Justin Davis, delivered a beautiful eulogy, which spoke to the life that Miss Tate lived. She didn't have a traditional upbringing as she was raised by an elder sister. She helped steer her family through financial struggles, took in someone who had nowhere to go, and never had an ill word to say about anyone. Apparently, she was the embodiment of, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. The most interesting anecdote, though, was how serious she was about fairness. For example, she loved Christmas and giving gifts. When she gave those gifts, she would add money down to the cents to make sure things were equitable, fair. Those traits were passed down to her children. As I've seen those same characteristics in Mr. Tate, he never has an ill word to say, always there to support others, and it's fair. Betty May Tate may not be with us any longer, but her spirit lives on through her children, grandchildren, and future great-grandchildren. Be celebrated. I leave you with two things. Ask yourself, what legacy will you leave? Two, will it be a good one? Be phenomenal, Mr. Short. Now, the reflection after the reflection. Really, if you kind of didn't get it as I was kind of talking, the main thing as I kind of ended was talking about legacy. That's really the, really the message I was trying to get across. You should aim to have a legacy. Now, here's the thing. I think we look at celebrities and sometimes when they die, everyone cries. We think of the whole nation mourning because this famous celebrity or someone who's in the public eye. You can look at that those people left a legacy. But as we've come to find out in recent years through different movements and things like that, some of these celebrities aren't always the best people. Um, you don't always want to meet your heroes. So it you really have to think about that. So it's not about being the person that's being seen. It's really about what you put into the people that you're around and how that carries. So let me just give you an example of how that could look. Let's look at uh, Miss Tate and the, the traits she put into Mr. Tate. I think of how he helped me keep kept me from being homeless. The discipleship group I went to, the person who was part of the discipleship group with him and one of the other people was one of the people that I that helped me get into education, my first job. Then I became an educator. I stayed with Mr. Tate for a week, and I won't even tell you about this part. It's two pieces to this. I remember I got up at six o'clock one Saturday morning. I was like, man, I'm six o'clock getting up, doing my little thing, listening to my videos, ready to roll for the day. Um, like uh, I think maybe late twenties, and I'm like, oh man, I'm doing something. And Mr. Tate came running down after he had put the journal on the table 
And he was like, oh, you know, I've been up since 345. Mind you, Mr. Tate, I, he has a good probably 30 years on me. So I'm like, man, what the word? I need to step my game up. This man been up since 345 on a Saturday just to get work done. I'm like, it's crazy. I got to do that. So that was one, one of the ways I was encouraged. But at the same time, he gave me that journal. That journal, three months later, turned into I started writing reflections. So as you see there, just some of those traits that she put into him, he's always looking out for people, always trying to take people in, help them out. And you have a Jeremiah Short, who's not an educator. Jeremiah Short, who's not writing reflections and trying to help others himself. So, and then just to add, and people don't understand even going to their funeral. You know, one fact, most, even some people in my family probably don't, don't know. I actually don't like going to funerals and hospitals. It's like one of my things. And I mean, I never go, but it is, it's probably going to be for a pretty good reason. So I normally don't go out of my way to just go to them. So for me, but if Alan Tate asks me to do something, I'm going to do it. Point being clear, he needs help moving, doing anything, I'm going to be there. Because he's always been there the same way for me. So I move on to so a more relatable example. I'm going to talk about Kobe. Now, again, for people that are a little uninitiated, I'm a huge LeBron fan. I'm probably even considered a stand. I think LeBron's the GOAT, even over Jordan. And anybody that's in the sports debate world, whether you're talking about fan or even national writers or anything like that, knows that you can't be a Kobe fan and a Bruin fan. It's almost like a personality trait. You got to pick one. And so I was a Bruin fan, so I never liked Kobe when he played in the league. But after he got done playing, and then now, of course, now that he's passed away, unfortunately, you kind of I started to develop a bit of a healthy respect for him. I started watching all the videos on the stories and things of that nature. And then so I'll just tell you a little bit about this book I just read uh, titled Rise about Kobe's formative years, not even about the NBA years, talk about him in high school and just the mentality that he had. And how he just wanted it. He was watching videos. VHS back then, he was watching videos of Magic and Jordan, probably why he plays a lot like Jordan. And just how this dude really just wanted it. Now, it came across sometimes like he was being a bit brutish, but he knew what he wanted. He knew he wanted to go to the NBA. He didn't even consider uh, college. He, he knew what he wanted. And even someone like me, now I read a book of him and I relate to him even though he's gone. Because I'm like, man, I get it. I get why he was so frustrated during those times. He wanted to just win. And sometimes the people he was on the team with didn't want to win. And I get like that at times. I'm like, man, why don't they want it as much as I want it? And you get to find yourself getting frustrated. Don't really have much of a release. You get frustrated in those situations. So he's left a legacy of just those stories. And the, you start hearing about the player, other players that he worked with. Even though people thought he was selfish, he was putting those traits into people. Some of it he was modeling it. Some of them he was actually teaching them what they needed to do. To be great, to be have mama mentality. So Kobe's legacy is set. Even though maybe some don't consider him the GOAT. Many don't. Maybe some some say he should be at least in the conversation. But he still leaves that legacy, regardless of where he stands on a GOAT debate, whether he's three, five, ten, whatever whatever your preference is, he still left that legacy as a great player because of his work ethic and his drive. Now, honestly, I look at myself just to close this out. I hope to one day leave a legacy. Maybe even I've already established one as an educator. But I know first, I know I want to be a man of God. Eventually, hopefully, maybe one day a husband. Next, a father, if I'm blessed. And an educator as well. I want people to believe I changed the life trajectory of several kids academically, behaviorally, socially, and as leaders and as people. That's really my ultimate goal is to really change lives. Um, Anyone that knows me knows that I love the pedagogical aspect. 
But at the same time, I want to be able to change the lives of kids. And ultimately, that's what I feel hopefully is my legacy. But I just want to thank someone like a better may take because of who she was potentially a Jeremiah Short can honestly was able to be in a position now to live his legacy through the help that I was able to get. So I just want to thank her again. And then I end to ask all of you really at the end. Will you be celebrated when you're dead and gone? Will they remember you? Again, to everybody to have a blessed Sunday. Be phenomenal, Mr. Short.